0: Um, I'm
1: good. Hi Collie. How have you been? I've been tired.
0: Right? It's, it's been an exhausting I've got
1: on my one-man protest.
0: What are you protesting?
1: <laughs> what are you protesting? So listening to this, can you please like tweet Collie, it's Collie, Ed Collie Ed, and say, please allow Natasha to have a break. I've been asking for myself,
0: (laughs) like I want to ask him for myself, we're nearly done, we're nearly done. But
1: you keep adding,
0: but adding important conversations that are necessary. Like I think what we're going to talk about today, um, and just to kind of give a bit of a trigger warning to people, because it is sensitive, um, for some people, if their lived experiences, we are talking about, um, you know with we're looking at a very at a wide view of things but even when you're looking at things at a wider angle it's something that is very personal to somebody else so we want to kind of be really kind of give a trigger warning to anybody who may have been um subject to sexual abuse sexual violence there's so many words to kind of describe to describe you know i guess like not you know, what we were talking about earlier about that whole rape culture you know there's a whole spectrum um so yeah so just to really let people know that this is kind of what we're talking about today and it might be for you that you stop at this very minute and come back at another time um or you listen and you know we're also kind of we are not experts is the most important thing to say we are just two girls having um a conversation about stuff that happens to many women and men you know our sisters our brothers you know and it's been happening for some time so we just just kind of wanted to talk about it the reason um we there's there's been a lot of things that have happened or that we have talked about where we have not really dwelled into it you know kind of touched on the surface of issues um one example being when we met do you remember when we we spoke with usunyati up on her book the gold diggers yeah Um, one of the themes that came across quite strongly in that book was the sexual abuse you know she describes um there's one of the characters uchenai who was subject to uh, to sexual abuse from her father from a very um delicate age from the time that she started um, having a period you know she doesn't really specify what age that was but you'd be assuming any time between 12 you know 12 onwards or even younger for some people um, Janai falls pregnant, um, and then it's just really, they really, she really touches on how she, the victim, is kind of blamed for that. Um, she's dropped out, she's kicked out of school, you know, kind of really um, not, not really supported by the community. There is um, also uh, Dumisani, who is raped by who he is raped by his uncle's wife and again we see the the uncle coming in and he really takes it out on him. Like doesn't even go into to find out to what's happened. But he's the one who is subject to um again a, a violent act from from his uncle. There is google who's sold into child prostitution, you know, kind of very heart wrenching story. We're not really given Graphic details about what happens to her, but you get to see her um, some time after when she is like clearly traumatized by certain events, you know. And then there's someone else, Lindani, who is raped by Give More. So there's quite a lot of, you know, things that will make you stop and be like, "Shit, shit!" Like this happens to this person, and it's quite, it's quite graphic. It really kind of shakes you to the core and then you move on like a few weeks later you what we what, we you kind of got me into watching Or oh, i may destroy you yeah. which is kind of a bit different isn't it when they're kind of looking at the sexual abuse um or the, the sexual assault that um is it arabella
1: yes uh, arabella.
0: yeah um experiences you know so it's a show that is centered basically on a young girl you know she's at the peak of her career, she is having fun. She is, you know, this doing what young most young girls would be doing at that age. Like you know, have there's drugs involved, there is alcohol involved, and on one fateful night, she is, um, she's uh, her drink gets spiked, and she. Is then she, she then becomes a victim of sexual um she she's, she, she gets raped mm. um but what i liked about that show is that it it's not very it, it doesn't it it's, it opens your eyes to different layers of sexual assault mm. you know it makes you think about different other things you know you look at um this consent you know yeah. consent is a theme that comes up quite a bit like with different characters as well mm-hmm. um there's other things that you know for me i was like i, I learned you know that things like you know um is it still
1: stealthing stealthing
0: um is a crime you know you looked at the impact that being subject to um, sexual abuse does to one's, to one's life, and how it affects people's relationships, um, future relationships with their partners, with their friends and their family. So it, I love that about it and it wasn't didactic at all, it was just very much like this is something that happens, but touches from it from a very much, you know, it's not, they don't focus on just the physical act of, being sexually abused, but they look at the that there's so many other layers to it. Um, so that also teamed up with um, an article that we both read again in back in February, 2020, an article um in the Guardian where um it's written by a girl i think nyasha forgotten her surname we'll put we'll put links up uh, for anybody who may be interested and she kind of really focuses on a report done by the transparent transparency international zimbabwe looking at gender and corruption and you know there is a lot of hard facts in that report looking at how many women have been subject to sextortion in zimbabwe i think they they say that like over 50% of women have been subject to extortion um, and you know, you're looking at, there is, it's just so complex, it's multi-dimensional, it's not just because of one thing, but poverty, um, lack of services is one of the reasons that kind of puts people out, it's mostly women, um, in such vulnerable positions. and. <laughs> it made me think it made us think because we've had quite a few conversations um, about this about just the gray areas in where sexual um assault or sexual abuse or however you want to kind of talk about it the, the gray areas from where we are coming from things that we grew up things that have been normalized and you're like okay now that you're kind of a bit f- uh, far removed from it, you know you can look back at your life and be like, "Gosh, some of those things that happened were not necessarily right, it shouldn't have happened. It's things that continue to happen um but yet because it's almost kind of accepted in 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 our culture, perhaps, and you know we're not again." There's so, there's so many layers to this mm-hmm. and we know that, you know, for some people it's going to be like, oh, you know, but th- th- that doesn't necessarily mean that that is wrong. So we just kind of want to talk about that um, and really explore it, kind of really, and layer it, to look at some of the things that happens to us as, you know, when we're growing up that we are like, okay, if you had a child now, I have a child now, would I want, would I be comfortable um, being in the same room, having discussions like that being said by somebody who's probably my age, you know, saying to somebody who is a lot younger, so kind of things like that, so I don't know like know what what's what are your thoughts on the whole thing, like you know, looking back at even yeah like oh just yeah, what are your thoughts?
1: yeah, no, so I think I think, it's It's quite um I was trying to find the words to sort of say it's not interesting, but it's it's quite um, like when you start talking about it and when you start really thinking about it, it's yeah. it's it's something that kind of takes you aback um, mm-hmm. and you know like makes you think like, hmm, okay, like you know, what are some of the things that we may not have realized we're wrong And I think like mm-hmm. you said at the beginning so i guess what we're going to be talking about are things that fall within you know what's called rape culture <clears throat> however you know where we aren't um so things like you know like rape and you know sexual violence those are you know really um quite sensitive areas um that others have delved into but what we wanted to sort of focus on are what i would call sort of like the gray areas or the undefined areas Mm -hmm. um um, just generally speaking and then sort of like go on to just you know obviously like culture just our you know just what we know um and just have that open and open conversation like you like what you said we're not experts um but so i may destroy so i'll just go back a little bit to i may destroy you so if you have not watched it i would recommend you guys checking it out um it's on bbc iplayer it's also on hbo if you're in the americas um but i'm sure i I don't know if it's showing on um like southern Africa or african tv but i'm sure you can probably find it online what i like about i may destroy you is that it it makes you think so it touches on certain things so first of all it, how can I put it? It challenges us in terms of um, how we see victims and what happens to them. So, for example, so we've got Arabella, we've got her friends, and they are like party people, they take drugs, they drink. Yeah, um, exactly. So, it immediately challenges you because. Um, when when things happen to them there isn't that moralistic view because because you know like the the questions that that come up when things happen to people what were you wearing like why were you out why were you that drunk or and all that stuff but the show is really clever in that it it makes us you you're forced to kind of like separate and be like well actually that's wrong yes she may have been out and she may have been drinking but she did not deserve her drink to be spiked she then did not deserve to be raped. and like i said that's the extreme part but then like there are things like so you talked about stealthing i actually didn't even know like the term Can, can you explain what that is
0: so basically stealthing is when you are having sex with somebody and you know you start off they have a condom um, so it's, it's done by the man um, and then he or he takes the condom off you know with, without you being aware um, and that is and continues to have sex with you so you know putting you at risk of you know pregnancy putting you at risk of disease um, and all these other things that you know so you have consented to have sex with somebody and you know the condition is you have we have sex with a condom and then that person during the act of uh, sex takes the condom off so that's what stealth that thing is so and same, same same with you i had no idea that that was what it's called number one yeah. and number two that it is actually a crime
1: yeah and i think that's what the show does well so and 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 yeah like i said we can talk about i will probably come back and talk about i mean destroying yep. but then i think i was t- telling you like i remember probably Mm, well maybe like two years ago now like i was having a conversation with um uh, one of my friends and mm-hmm. you know we just started talking about this because i think there was something some i don't know whether it was on twitter or an article that was saying yeah. like a majority was a really high percentage like of women um mm-hmm. that when you speak to them they have been <coughs> Um, victim of some type of either sexual abuse sexual manipulation sexual coercion um, and some stuff that just doesn't feel right but then we just didn't have the language for and then we started just talking about you know you know experiences of people close to us our own experiences and we're like wow like everybody literally like has a story and that is so so crazy
0: scary because like i think we've mentioned that it, it's it's so like you can imagine things vary it's like a massive scale and in between that there is so many layers and so many points to which somebody can say you know what okay so i was i was sexually abused or i was i have i was raped at one angle to being groped like you know um to be cat That's that's sexual harassment you know and you will find that, again, from where we come from, in Zim in Wolawayo, people were subject to sexual harassment, you know, regularly. So women, especially, you know, from what they were wearing, you know, the when, they, when someone's just walking down, the Street, and then you'd be, you'd find people, seven men men surrounding her and of course maybe there'll be some women there who are wearing their moral halos and saying why are you wearing that you know you're you are going to get raped and at some point you know those people were stripped you know it was just and but that's we we grew up with that you always had to be like okay i'm going into town so i'm not going to wear something short i'm not going to wear something that is going to draw attention to me because there's a high risk or there's high chances that I'm going to get, um,
1: Hold you it. know. So, so what, what is that though? Well, because I do think probably like now it's changed, um, I think at yeah. home, but before like you literally used to, so for me, obviously this is not about um, like, maybe it is kind of, Sexual to some, like I used to like dread like going to town because I'd be like, Oh, I was always, you know, like a big girl, like fat girl, Mm -hmm. and like you'd be like, First of all, like you know, somebody's just gonna be like, or something, (laughs) like that's one, or and then sometimes then the comments kind of like lean more to like, you know, Mm -hmm. being like inappropriate about your body. Like, so what is that? Is that like being, that that is a, 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 that is a type of sexual harassment in a way, right? Yeah,
0: I think so. I think, you know, if you're using any form of what I use on my body or my body to express who I am as a person, as a woman, and you are using that against me, I think that is sexual harassment, Mm. you know, um, there are other things though that i feel were quite um you know and and it's you're right you know it's important to kind of point that out to things possibly have changed over the last years i think having grown up in that kind of environment in that culture i think when i go home i probably present myself in you know i would because it's just it's just ingrained at the back of my head that this is what
1: you do you feel like
0: you're not necessarily go out in a, a very you know like example when i'm on holiday if i was to go to body tomorrow i'll be out in my shorts and you know of course you draw out attention because you know you're you're a big girl in tiny shorts i'm out yeah. there i'm that sort of a person you know um, would i dress like that home uh the answer is Definitely know, and of course, there's an element that um, culturally it's not. You know, I'm a woman of age as well. This is not expected of me, um, and I think so. I it's just and it's just that fear that I might get. You know, I might get somebody or a team of people coming at me. You know, wanting to take my clothes off. Mm-hmm. I it's it's just that fear um so what was that, was that your question I, I, I've lost yeah it.
1: yeah because i just wanted us to yeah so so there is that right mm. and then um so i think another thing about this it, mm-hmm. it's kind of like remember i was telling you i was like oh when you start thinking about things that like mm. doing a mental audit like the conversation i was having with my friend like you yeah. just oh my god so yeah. um so it's I guess this is not maybe um it's not just a, a home thing and um mm-hmm. just generally like i don't know what you'd call it like in terms of like older guys
0: mm-hmm. like
1: um what is it accosting or yeah, yeah. out Acosting. or whatever um like you really like young girls right mm-hmm. so like <laughs> so i remember like one time in in them i must have been how old was i i think you or know, something right mm. and i went um i went somewhere well we went to like i don't like it was like a Brian place but i was with i was with some family and some family friends so it was a big Big group of us like adults um, I was probably the only ones with like my age and the kids as well right so then when we got there I remember like it was like people crying and stuff like that right then I remember um, this guy right um, at the time he, you know because I think what we are like to me like alone and then he started like kind of chatting chatting me at out. a
0: family event,
1: huh?
0: at a family event it wasn't oh, okay so just a bride there was yeah.
1: some family the family friends whatever so i think he was friends with yeah someone in, in okay. the, like yeah well, um so anyway he, like started chatting with me da, 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 and i'm probably like 14 or whatever right so i think i i think he must have asked like how old how old i was i think i said or to be honest i may have said like i'm a year older or whatever right but, when <laughs> yeah. it, but you know, like, you know, like when you're like 13, 14, you want to say you're 15 or whatever. Right. And then like this guy, probably like in hindsight, when I think about it, probably was at the least late, um, late twenties or thirties. Right. Mm-hmm. So then, um, and I'm just like, you know, just trying to just whatever, then when we're not going back right so i was so that was like a number of cars right so we're sitting at the back um and it was me like on one end because i immediately was like i don't want to because i was he was trying to sit next to me and i was like like i immediately was like i don't want to sit next to this so i sat at the end of the other car nothing in the middle from what i remember i think it was a, a child out someone who was young then yeah on the other side that whole ride right and then at the front they were like adults but i think one of them being his friends right and that whole ride right he was like he put his um um you know like like like, arms on like on, on my shoulder right and then like like busy, like trying, whatever, and then like whatever opportunity he get, he'll like try and like whatever might die, and I'm just like, what the heck? And I'm I'm in an environment where, like I said, there's family, friends, family, whatever, but but there's that. <laughs> so anyway, got, got um you know got to town, I went back home, and then like a few. A days or whatever later he called like mm. m- like my house, right? I think one time he called I must have answered and You know being a child you'd be just like, oh Like trying to because he was like, oh, let's meet let's meet <laughs> Right, and I'm just like what the heck because I knew he was friends with someone family friend, mm. right, mm-hmm. but I think at the time like,
0: <laughs> that's it automatically, it makes it like, okay, he's, he's family, so you almost feel like you don't you don't have to worry too much. If you, like, it's not a complete stranger.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, I'm like, obviously now I would have been like, you know, immediately asked that person like, do you know that this person is doing this, right? Then I think the next time, I think he phoned and I think somebody else answered, mm. right? And then I I don't know what happened, but then I, I, I kind of remember like like questioning of like, who are you? How do you know this person? Cause you know, like, this is not, this is not a young boy. Right. And like, I, I think about that and I'm just like, it's one of those things where you're like, Hmm. Like the, the fact that, but I think at the time I just thought, Oh, it's nothing.
0: Um, yeah. Now, in retrospect, when you're able to look at a scenario like that, like an experience like that, where you have somebody who is, you know, you're 14, 15, that guy would have known that you were below the age of 16, at least, yeah, yeah, below that age, you know, yeah, yeah, because that kind long done, yeah, you know, and he's like in his late 20s into his 30s like what exactly did he want exactly. is is the question is and this is the, the sort of little things that kind of happen in 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 society that are not really um are not really challenged so to speak and i think maybe now as time has progressed it's it, it i hope it happens a lot less because then something else that we talked about was just if you're looking at the the, the music that we're listening to like it's brothers for me comes to mind that song so that's a, you know is that can we call it grooming is it is it, yeah. it can we? And, and that's the thing like we we're
1: saying so like for those who don't understand like well so oh, yeah <laughs> so, so, but no no but, but it just for because of the what we're talking about like yeah. so, it's the the song basically says, "Oh, I've loved you since you were young. Mm-hmm. You've now grown up, <laughs> you know, yeah." And like you think about that, and you're like, "Hmm, okay." Like, the, the, is, like the, these lyrics are a bit worrying. Like, what does that mean? Like, like yeah. like when you were twenty or when you were twelve.
0: Yeah, because that makes a huge, huge difference. Yeah. In, yeah and, and exactly.
1: exactly and like we were saying like if you look at like songs round about that time even you had so you had like platform one like yeah. which is like oh whatever mm-hmm. but obviously that song i guess yeah. on the other hand is kind of saying no, this person is too young, right? Yeah. And these are things run about the same time, and we know that like art, music is like a repository of like a society's collective memory, right? So it reflects what's happening. What you mm-hmm. And you know, we even talk about Sarafina, mm. uh, the movie Sarafina, wow. that yeah. um, Bojanin Gema's character—I forget his mm. the character name—that he was actually asking out. Um, Sarafina, who was a school, school, school girl. He was,
0: a, he was like a uh, police
1: constable, something, something right? Subin, or <laughs> that was his name, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, something
0: yeah. I remember. But it's yeah, so it's crazy in that that's what we we grew up watching on TV, um, songs that we were at singing songs we we're dancing to, um, and in in essence. It's 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 it, it is what was happening at the mm-hmm. at that time in that you would be a, a schoolgirl walking home, and you would have some man and you know or man kind of saying yes this is you know mm-hmm. and it's it's just like if you're looking at it from a Western lens you know you've got those guy oh Jerry is it Epstein I cannot say his name who was like um you know he he was Take, he was taken into prison for or you what not know he was he was going to be tried for 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 grooming and yeah. again looking at age group is that's is just people young young girls were like fourteen fifteen I think the youngest was fourteen I think there might have been one who was twelve and he was again a business man you know flaunting his money flaunting his um you know paying these girls for quote, quote unquote sexual favors but not that this is something that happened necessarily in in Zimbabwe, but it's really kind of, it's very ish, isn't it? It's like grooming-ish behavior. And Konoko again, like, you know, there's this thing where people would, men would come and greet you and do that. Like, I still don't understand. Like, what is it? You know, what does that mean? And guys, if you, if you do know, if it's something that is completely, um, Mm -hmm what's the word
1: describe it for the people who are not watching
0: when you sh- when you when you greet someone and you shake hands right yeah. and they will do this
1: like they'll like put their know, finger in the middle your of palm. Your, palm. Yeah,
0: of your palm. and it was mostly and the reason why we questioned it is because it was mostly done by men yeah women didn't do that to 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 to, to well to me but you know you definitely and it's just like I can't remember exactly where it happened, but I remember I was like, Oh yeah, no, no. and when we were talking about it, I was like, Oh yeah. 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 yeah.
1: That's,
0: what is, but what is that? Why I, Yeah, I it?
1: think that's like yeah, that's 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 inappropriate. And another thing, like we were saying yeah. like um the whole I think you, you alluded to it, but mm-hmm. the whole like um oh my wife, like umgami. So you'd get like um know like when you're young right i'm sure maybe it happened to you where Mm -hmm. like a man would be like oh no like you know isn't like you know um raise her for me right Mm -hmm. and i do think it was not it and it would be said even in front of your family or guardian Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. wasn't like a thing that somebody's just the -hmm.
0: person that. It was accepted. accepted. No one said anything. How can you say that? It was accepted.
1: But it it was a thing. It was like, oh, you know, the black, oh, and, Mm. you know, then even the adults would laugh and be Mm. like, oh, whatever. But then what I think what happens with those things, the the sort of dangerous, kind of dangerous thing, because, like I was saying, I don't know if the intent is really bad right i think it's just like a thing right but then it's sort of but Listen, as a child i never used to like it when people used to say that to me
0: made you feel uncomfortable right it
1: made me feel uncomfortable
0: i 100 percent would not i'm very mindful as well of the things that are said to my child about my child i Never. in and, and, and I don't know if it's because of the ability to kind of look back and, and question things. You know, I don't know if maybe I was, again, hearing that constantly, if, if, if it became normal, if it become normalised to me. But right now, I don't care who you are. Like, you're not going to say such things. You're not going to say that, keep this child for me. Hell to the no. Because I feel, I think it's, it's very inappropriate and I wouldn't want my child to see that I am comfortable with you, a man in your, what, 30s or 40s, uh, saying that I should keep her for you. Because then it, what does that do to her? It just makes her think, oh, okay. So if the, if the people who are grown up are saying that, are accepting of this, that means that it must be. So Laue, you end up being very comfortable with that person. And then there's a lot of things that can potentially happen um, that might not necessarily be reported because you've already created that environment that, oh, it's okay, mm-hmm. you know? So you, you as a child, you might be like, oh, okay, but if this is happening, they, the adults knew about, the, they're they the ones who've been saying that, oh, you know, yes, it's out okay. or laughing it off. Yeah. So you might just think that, oh, no, this is, this is, this is what is expected of me. Yeah. Like, what you, do you think you, for your for your future children? If you were to hear things like,
1: ah. "Are you okay?"
0: You're ready to fight.
1: No, but but what I'm saying is though that I and it'll be interesting to kind of hear like people's feedback and people's experience. Mm. I don't think it was always coming from. It was not a bad place. I think. I think it was just. A thing because sometimes they'll be like oh me or oh, oh um you know like it was kind of like complimentary but the dangerous thing about that like what you said it creates that environment because I think for a child it's very confusing right mm-hmm. and then when when you now have either that person it doesn't have to be that particular person whoever right mm-hmm. What's if there's that environment if they, if you know the person's trying to like coerce or whatever, they'll be like, oh, actually, you know, mm. you're, you're my mm. wife, whatever, you're so, um, and I think that, right, and mm. also, like, there's sort of like a dangerous cocktail, which is mm. just that, and also the fact that a, a lot of us, we, when we're ra- being raised, it's always from sort of like, you know, the point of we're preparing you to be somebody's wife. So from right. the time you are Nine, ten. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, you know, as of soup when you go when you get married, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. so literally from from when you're young, right?
0: You Tanya like not ta- ta- like Oh no, I, I meant like chores, like like actual like.
1: Oh,
0: right. All right. Sorry. Stop left.
1: But we can touch on that, right? Like, if you're mm-hmm. doing housework, it's always like, oh, you know, you should you know wash plates because you know. Mm-hmm. When you get married. I don't want these people saying, Oh, we didn't teach you, like, mm-hmm. imagine from 11 or whatever, right? So, immediately in, to cook. Mind, mm-hmm. immediately in your mind, you're being prepared, like, This is my purpose is to be somebody's spouse, right? Yeah,
0: it's okay,
1: Clear. No, no, no. And then you sort of hear that language, so you can see how, um, unintentionally and passively, then it's sort of gives room to like certain things possibly happening and like Mm -hmm. we had even talked about for example i remember i was talking to a friend of mine but he he he's not from them um Mm -hmm. but but he's african right and he was sort of reflecting on something and he was saying Mm that um i mean something we've talked about in groups and stuff so i i know i can share it as long as i'm not identifying the person mm-hmm. um so he was he, he was saying like he hadn't like it, it only occurred to him recently that actually like when his parents got married his mom was eighteen and the dad was thirty three
0: right at the time
1: mm-hmm. right but they, they're still together right are mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. together, but he was like you know when he realized that he was like he kind of like it, it made him feel uncomfortable yeah. And like one of the things that he's always wanted to do is have a conversation with his mom just
0: like ab- what was going about on yeah. that.
1: because he's like oh actually um he sort of remembers like you know like you you then remember stories but something mm. about like oh like his dad helped the mom finish school right right so
0: like, it was like almost like a bit of an agreement maybe which you, you know you don't yeah you're right you can't you can't um ask, you can never assume um but it's something that i also have heard of you know where Okay. To, to to start off with, I think there are two sides to to this to the story, and I think one side is where you're looking at, um, you know, a family maybe who are not necessarily well off, and you know, like your friend maybe they're unable to take their child through school, and then you have somebody who's a lot older, who's just so there.
1: 18, like. Cause that's what he was saying. He was like, he can't imagine like how mm. 18 and obviously the relationship probably did not start when she was 18. Right. And that's a
0: scary point.
1: no, it, it didn't definitely didn't start when, when, um, she was 18. And the thing is, it's like going back to what we're talking about, about um because the person is like southern african culture so like going back to that culture of like oh ungami and being prepared for marriage mm-hmm. and then like you said um i guess we maybe we'll touch on the sextortion bit but mm-hmm. where maybe the conditions the family conditions are not great funny yes. or even mm-hmm. even it could that person could really be having a, a you know maybe a being abused at home or whatever. Right. So they are more likely to like, uh, want to leave very quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's kind of like, so, so, so it's very interesting. And I know that that kind of, I mean, that age gap, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's the, it's, it's the when, yeah. like if you talk about a 30 year old and a 43 year old, that's, I mean, okay, fine.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's tricky, and I think like what's that article um in the Guardian like that's yes on um in the Guardian kind of really highlighted just how so they focus more mainly on gender and corruption, and of course when you're looking at corruption and where where females are concerned, you find that the majority of females have actually um been subject to sextortion and I think it was over 50% of women and it's the complex issues that's that's around a place like Zimbabwe where you are again it's, a, it's it's there is there's a lot of poverty so you know I, and patriarchy plays in a, a, a massive role where most of the people who are in um who have who have who give services, for example, those who own land are men. And in order for a woman to kind of want to push, uh, get you know her children to school, get a piece of land. This is where they some may not have the funds to do it, and you find that um, it becomes that you know okay, so now what can you give me, and you know looking at at your body, so it it is. There's, there's a lot more to just the whole age gap i think it's it, it is very complex i'm not saying that it is right um for sure because the age at which somebody is put in like you know if you imagine an 18 year old she's probably maybe has she or hasn't she had sex before and she's having sex with somebody who's much 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 older and it's not Necessary. the power the power dynamics are off already because this person is giving something either into the family or into you so I'll, i'm going to finish off your school so what I, it's like what are you giving this is what you give me in return you give me you in return we will have children and stuff so it will i think it's it was interesting and to me it kind of reopened really up my eyes and that's there is a lot to play where power, where power balance is off. You know, I was reading even some, an article where a woman wanted a bit of land for uh, herself. So she went to the chief um, in a particular area and she um, went and asked because they, give, they were redistrib- redistrib- redistributing land or something. And she went there and the guy was like, oh, you're very young to be, to be owning a piece of land. However, you know, sleep with me she's got kids she sleeps with him um and then as time progresses he's wanting this on a regular basis and then ends up taking the land back because she's not she's not wanting you know she's now maybe met somebody else or not met somebody else but maybe she's met somebody who's able to look after herself and the kids and is unable to provide these services and the guy takes the land away from him so again back to square one so this is the challenging bit i guess of, of 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 i don't know if it's africa as a whole but definitely has been reported of zimbabwe that there are so many layers to so many layers to this like and sextortion is 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 a is a plays a big part in in our society you know um but what did you think of just to kind of talk on i may destroy you a little bit like You you touched a bit on the whole, like when we talked about how people dress and how it attracts attention um, or unwanted attention. For example, if you're walking around um, and like at home when we were growing up, it was very difficult. But there's almost that element of when things are reported that, oh, you know, so this happened. So and so was raped on a night out. They were doing drugs or so-and-so was, this happened to so-and-so, they were abused in such a way because of they were wearing this, yeah. you know. Like, I, I loved that, and I think you've touched on it already about how they kind of really portrayed that, you know what, you're allowed to have a good time, you're allowed to dress the way you want to dress without somebody coming in and abusing or taking advantage of you. I loved that. What do you think, like, in regards to to our society because to our society like and i think everywhere because there's an element of shame and guilt when it comes to reporting these things like um any any episodes or any um attacks for example you it carries a lot of shame to and then to kind of then say it oh you know what i was actually drinking um do you think like that is something that is changing in our society do you think people are able to kind of go out like i almost feel like are we allowed to go out and have fun without the others and another party another person taking advantage of you because you're just having a good time and you may be vulnerable at that one particular point in time
1: Mm. yeah i mean so i think i think it's a difficult question to sort of say what are the changes now I think definitely we sort of know more and I think going back to, I may destroy you. So like I said, what I like is mm. that, um, you know, they're not your, um, you know, your they're, mm. they're not your church girl where it would naturally be sort of, you would naturally like sympathize with them. Mm. Right. Cause mm. you're like, Oh my God, they did not deserve it. Right. Mm. However, and, but what I think, we sort of have to make sure that you're not conflating people's behavior mm. versus what happens to them. because the thing is the, then the behavior point, you can talk about oh, you know, the use of drugs and all that stuff like, Oh, are you, you know, excessively, uh, you know, going out or putting yourself in danger that that's a behavior, uh, conversation that you can have with, with, with someone. Um, but then the problem is that it's always conflated with, Okay, this is a cause. Then this is why that happened, right? Um, So yes, I think I think that's what that's the. But you can still have a conversation about, oh, you know, maybe like drug use, for example, right? Oh, you know, like then addiction and that rabbit hole that you go down. But it would have to be have it would have to be separate conversations. Just like we can have a conversation about oh you know um if 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 people want to have fun whatever whatever okay let's let's this be at someone's house you know make sure that you're not, yeah. make sure that you're not you know um just just out or whatever but the, but that's that's a separate thing that's a yeah. thing that you're making but yeah. it doesn't mean if you I make
0: I like that actually and I think you know I I I don't know if what other services are available in like in Zimbabwe for example for people who may be subject to sexual harassment or rape you know. Um, I have found or I have seen like pre-lockdown there's a lot of little um, initiatives that have been introduced like you know around the drinking area, so you know, you, like, you don't leave your drink, you know, with with anybody. You do, you carry your drink with you going to the bathroom, kind of thing, or you leave it with somebody that you know, so that you obviously minim, minimizing the risk of getting um, spiked, mm-hmm. getting, getting your drink spiked. And also, there is because t- social so not so Tinder and all the social dating sites are very much on the rise. There is a there's a phrase that you know if you are in a bar area and you don't feel safe or something you can go up and i don't know if you order a certain drink or something um or you say a certain phrase and those people the bartenders will kind of get you away you know they'll arrange for you to be taken back or something or hidden and taken out taken away from that scene basically Mm -hmm. so there is loads of little initiatives like that Going back to, um, to, to to them and growing up, like I remember one particular ad that was used for reporting for um, sexual abuse. And that was, uh, it's Uncle John. And that's the only bit I actually remember. It was quite I think, dramatic,
1: wasn't it? Like the, the ad, and then like at the end, she's like, it's Uncle John,
0: Uncle John, it's Uncle John.
1: And was that, I think that was the
0: end of it as well. Mm. And did, we, in my family, we never actually talked about it. It's Uncle John who did what? You know, but it was almost expected that, you know, I don't know if maybe your aunts and your, your other people around you will kind of sit down and say, okay, if, if anybody is doing anything like this to you, you need to, to tell us. I don't know, was it the same for you? Did you guys have open... Conversations around dinner, passing the potato salad and asparagus, saying
1: <laughs> asparagus. <laughs> I'm a plasy girl. I grew up mm. in. The world. Um, I think I probably did have a conversation, maybe with my mom, because my mm. mom was a social worker, so
0: she was right. them as well.
1: Yeah. Mm. So she's quite alive to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, probably did have a com but it's it always kind of very uncomfortable, and yeah. do you know what I mean? Like very. Um, so I think I ultimately I did know that if if ever anything like I I could go to, people, yeah, yeah. Or whoever like my grandparents, my aunts, um yeah. So I think I I I. I, I was fortunate enough to I think grow up in kind of sheltered yeah. environment
0: but in a way if they able to speak. Yeah. That is amazing because I think when I look at the way I was brought up, it was very much UTI, you were you were seen but not heard kind of thing. So I don't know had something happened to me, if I, how comfortable I would have been to go up and say to um, my, my guardians, or that all this has actually happened. Because, and, and that is I think something that we need to really challenge in our, our society and that people, or not people, but children, as children should be given mm. the space to kind of really express their feelings and really express like what is going on with them and I'm sure that is again that is something that is changing. Um I see my relationship with my daughter. I'm like we I try and keep it that we talk about things that I sometimes am uncomfortable with, but I am aware that there needs to be a a flow of conversation where sometimes she can say things to me that might 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 shake me to the core um and being able to to deal with what she has said and being able to not react in a in what like dramatic manner being really calm and receiving this information um but i i don't know i don't know what it's what it's like now for children growing up and I think maybe our generation while having kids now there is more of that space to kind of create um, to talk about things but for me specifically like growing up it was it would have been very challenging to Mm. to raise things
1: yeah but I think like probably like the younger people there's just if you think about the connectivity and access to information and access to each other that is is that's actually quite a dangerous space like just the internet um there's a lot of like grooming online um i think like what we're talking about like how do you identify somebody who's being manipulative right how do you identify when um maybe you're being coerced into something or you're being strongly nudged right mm-hmm. so you have the impression that oh i actually want to do this but actually no you don't like you don't feel comfortable but but maybe you just don't have the language to say mm-hmm. so like i remember like i was um there's a youtube video that i was watching some time back and the lady was just talking about like some of the things like that young people should look out for um and i think for me i was like oh this isn't just young people like it's everyone and it was around you know dealing with like narcissistic um behavior and like, sexual manipulation um and like first she was like oh you know you need to look out for like i think she called it love love bombing like so when people when somebody's like overly like you know oh my god you know you're the best da, 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 which is good no no it's, it's a it's a good thing however that's the that can be like a hook, right? Um, Because sometimes some people um, can identify, like, okay, what I'm going to say is probably going to sound really controversial, right? But I've heard this many times before and um, maybe we should talk about it in in another episode. I have heard um, guys, even like, you know, I listen to like the Joe Butter podcast and I listen to all my like, Masculinity type of podcast, and they say it, and I'm like, there must be some truth to this because they're like, oh, they're like, you know, you can tell like uh, a girl who didn't grow up with her dad, right? And 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 they'll be like, oh, so there's a way that you, you know, you can deal with that. And I've heard that I've heard that before. You know what I mean? So it's it's kind of like sometimes there are things that we don't know and we may give off right mm-hmm. and then the person will know which oh this is what you yeah. know yeah. no I, yeah.
0: I it makes it makes sense like when you first did, when you initially said that i was like well how can you tell that i didn't grow up with how can someone tell that i i don't grow up with my dad but i think it's about behaviors hmm. you know about behaviors that you maybe exhibit I certainly, you know, I, I, I see certain things about myself and, and that relates with the way I was, I was brought up and which then affects my relationships because, you know, I am definitely, uh, my relationship with my dad, I, I can count the number of times, less than one hand, that I con- conversated with the man. But I heard a lot about him and I grew up with questions like, why didn't my dad ever want me? you know so i have a huge fear of rejection so i guess if they're looking at things like if if you're looking at me as an example that is one way that someone can be like oh you know what? this one did this one definitely didn't grow up with 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 their father because they don't have um you know there's 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 fear in being left fear in being not wanted and all these other things so it's it makes sense. It makes sense to me. Mm.
1: And then, like some people can then like take advantage. So she was like, yeah. "Love me being one, and then she mm. was like, second is then devaluing." So the whole like, "Oh, you know, what would you be without me?" type thing. But it, it never comes across that extreme,
0: right? Yeah.
1: It's not like the person would be like, "What would you be without me?" Like it may be little things that sort of start chipping away. And you kind of feel like, mm, like your worth is, or it could be like, maybe, oh, your your friends are all single, and then it makes you feel like, okay, so I'm I'm fortunate, you know what I mean? Like that sort of like thing that that makes you kind of like, or like dangling, like maybe maybe you want to get married, like. Mm, okay, and then they'll dangle that or whatever. Then, then you can start doing things that, um, you know, even like going back to what we we're saying, like with the, I may destroy you and mm. conversations that have been on there online. That just because people are in a relationship doesn't mean that there's um, <laughs> that, that, that that there's permanent consent at all times,
0: mm. right? Yeah, one hundred percent, and even um things like double consent there's that show taught opened my eyes to so many things yeah Um, double consent like i didn't even know that that was a thing i didn't know well i didn't
1: know the word i didn't know the
0: term i didn't know there was a term like that yeah do you want to explain
1: no you explain I know. So, so okay, I think, correct me if I'm wrong. So I'm thinking about there's, um, not to kind of spoil it for you guys, so I'll kind of keep it whatever. There's a character who hooks up with someone, right? So they they have, yeah, I think they have sex, right?
0: Mm-hmm. They do.
1: And then the character, this one person is then leaving,
0: right? Yeah.
1: The other person is like, Oh no!
0: So, so. I, I'm I still want more.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the person's like, no, no, no. Like I'm um, leaving, yeah. right? go, oh, yeah. They are strong armed, and then like the other person, you know, whatever. But it's kind of like, well, well, no. Just because I say
0: yes the first time doesn't mean, yeah, yeah, doesn't mean that I, will, I want it the whole time. Yeah. So yeah. I, and again, that is a crime. And I think what was. Uh, um, and this, this might be, um, again, another point on reporting. So he goes to the police station and he, he reports the case. And they really kind of really drew out the challenges in, um, in reporting sexual, um, sexual abuse, so to say, or rape what it, or you know so he goes in and he's sitting he's sitting there and then someone comes in um there's a clear sign on the door so not to spoil it for people but just to kind of really they really draw this out there's a clear sign on the door that the door should be shut to maintain to maintain privacy obviously creating a safe space for this person who's reporting um reporting whatever it is that they're reporting and mm-hmm. um, the door is left open the guy who is taking the notes is he's he's very he is very unsure he's very uncomfortable and comes across very much that he is he's struggling to even make notes you know his his questioning is is off and it kind of puts the guy who's reporting um it puts him off the like even talking about it a bit more and one of the things that was highlighted in this article in the guardian article was that people women um, are in, in, in Zimbabwe for example are not really inclined to report cases because we have the judicial system is again it's is very male dominated so kind of explaining what has happened to you um, without taking um, I, I guess the the fear is that you get blamed for some of the for some of, for, for what has happened and just there isn't that safety or that's um openness to kind of kind of talk about what you have been through what you've experienced Mm -hmm. um then one other thing that i found was quite interesting as well like and this was world like in england and wales only 1.7 percent of reported rapes are prosecuted so it's a very small number so you can imagine that you know and these are the challenges that um people face and if we look at one show like who i may destroy you and the impact that it has on her relationship on her life on her career it's quite it's devastating like it really really is it's 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 a hard fact that this is what people are actually going through or have experienced um out there in the world yeah i think that's
1: And there's another thing about i don't know if dependency is the right word Mm -hmm. like you know like the example where there was a guy who stealthed her and then she needed his help yeah and then oh gosh i'm just because it's kind of like yeah where you have that relationship where someone has the
0: resource and there's a need Mm -hmm. you know um Mm and yeah it's difficult isn't it it's again it's the power the power the power the power play you know you're going to somebody who has maybe the ability to get you somewhere so you are then have your subject to kind of sit in that uncomfortableness of Mm. okay so this happened i need to kind of forget about that and really focus because right now a and b is at stake yeah you know yeah but do you, do you know just to kind of run up do you know of any um organizations that people could potentially turn to i think you mentioned one
1: yeah so i was looking online because um a lot of the organizations were like uk organizations with uk exactly. numbers um but then there was one which is the survivors um mm. and with them they actually have like a, a chat um you know like a web chat um
0: so oh, well so that's quite good so you can just literally behind this, this yeah
1: because i just thought like a helpline would be a, a barrier uh, to yeah. some. but again this is just one organization it's called the survivors trust and it's the survivors Trust.org. so i think if you just search for them um yeah and if you want to have a conversation with someone you can and would be really keen to kind of um because i was trying to find like some maybe zim essay based and i Mm. i mean there there were a, a number but in terms of like being able to you know chat with someone it wasn't it was still like the whole like call someone sort of thing so interested if you guys Um, are listening and you know of any resource that you think will be helpful to signpost people to please let us know uh, via social media via facebook page instagram twitter yeah then and then we we can uh share it with and
0: and also like i i I think we touched on quite a lot of things we can't when we sat down initially and the magnitude of the term even sexual abuse there is so many layers to it so there's so many things that we probably haven't talked about and we just wanted to share from our ex like what we have seen you know whether it's reading in books or what we've seen from uh tv shows our what we have learned as well so if there is anyone out there who's got more um more terminology more or more insights, then please do share, and then we can also share it as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think it's just, yeah, it's one of those things, like, I think at least, like we said, we were talking about just what we know, like our experience, um, started to kind of like question some of the things that were happening mm-hmm. when we are. young, um and yeah starting to kind of like look back and be like hmm, that thing that happened to me i don't think it was right mm. um and literally there's nobody that i've there's no woman that i'm close to that i've talked to that didn't have like a story
0: mm. yeah it varies doesn't it just again it's that scale that you find that there's little tiny little things that may have happened that you're like you know, and another thing that we didn't even talk about was the whole, um, like, house on and the abuse from from that angle as well, like people in the same house, people who you trust to look after Arantwana and then they take um, advantage of of them, you know, it's it's just it's, it's massive. It's just like completely mind blowing, and there's so many angles to it. It's just multidimensional.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like especially like with, um, I know I've seen things online where like, like a lot of well, again, this is all. Um, I don't. We don't have the the data, mm. um, but um, where like a lot of guys sort of say like. Their first sexual experience would be would have been with the with the, the yeah, yeah, scary, yeah. But a lot of them. So that's another thing. Like a lot of guys, I think it's sort of changing, but it's mm-hmm. always kind of been like they see it as like oh yeah, and I actually think that's that's a function of you know element of you know like this patriarchy society which actually doesn't serve the young boys because mm. they're they're made to sort of feel like um you know they they it, that isn't wrong you know
0: mm. Um,
1: mm. It, Right, But the thing is anything that takes away your agency, anything that takes away your right to make an informed decision, anything that takes away from you being satisfied and happy and doing something out of your own free will is wrong. 100
0: mm. percent. Well said. That's well said. What it's fact.: Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, guys.
1: So I'm glad
0: we finally talked about this, and hopefully, we'll generate some conversation um, online as well. Um, just to see what people, what your experience, what your experiences, if any, if you're willing to share, um, are. But yeah,
1: yes, yes, guys. So yeah, again, um, social media. We are on Twitter. We are at Gallant in Skies. <laughs> Instagram. At gallons Guys, Facebook, gallons Guys podcast, YouTube. Yeah, if you're watching this on YouTube, oh. <laughs>
0: that Guys.
1: Leave, leave, leave a comment down below um, yeah. and let us know what you think. Again, really keen to kind of like get more resource but I think, you know, we shouldn't be afraid to kind of like interrogate our culture and some of the practices that happen you know um we didn't even get to talk about the pulling
0: do you remember like um we did that whole live um, live and we talked about again pulling the labia and um how again Young women are subjects to this in order as as something that is meant to 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 please to please the man. Yeah. But when when are we going to get the lessons on how to please women? Mm-hmm. When are we going to talk about that? I
1: know. I think we asked the guys, and no one was really clear or they were taught anything. Mm-hmm. You know. So, but I think
0: mm-hmm. the interesting thing is, like, I remember some guys saying, actually i'd prefer somebody without it what do you do then when I, like without well, well,
1: yeah i think this is a topic we have to talk about this because i don't understand because <laughs> i don't know but but not to um not 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 to sort of take away from the concept yeah,
0: we're not talking about it, yeah
1: but i think it it does apply because it goes back to the point that we were saying that from a young age you are raised in preparation to be someone else and to please somebody or to satisfy someone and then why wouldn't you get married at 18
0: do you know what do you know what this sounds like to me yeah nope no <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think it is important to kind of look at then we, if we are trained from a young age to, if you're prepared for marriage, yeah. at what point do you then kind of think, okay, so what I was trained for isn't happening, you know, and what is the impact on that one? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
1: Another episode.
0: There's <laughs> one more guys we're coming to the end of this season so it's really we're counting down now
1: well i i have been ready but you keep adding
0: episodes this has been ready since last week but yeah we, we've got a few more episodes for you I've been ready. looking forward we're yeah. looking forward to getting them out for you Please, we've like big, you the- big surprises for you
1: please tweet golly every like
0: hashtag free that <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag free chat. You'll be like, listen, we are coming to the end of <laughs> end of August, end of July. Beg your pardon, and from the tenth of August, you'll be a free woman.
1: Yo, you guys, listen. We were supposed to be on a break and come back in September. Why
0: are we recording? back in photos? September. We're still coming back in September. That's September. What
1: I'm but why is this woman adding episodes? But three whole weeks,
0: guys. Oh, we are here for you. What do you want us to do? has to continue with, continue the podcast. Also, oh, there's two options. There's two options. What are the options? Are the options? Three nuts, and maybe we'll say, um, so free or a continua. So choose
1: wisely, guys. So if, you,
0: if, you're, if you're at the end of this episode,
1: either through the YouTube comments if you're watching us. Oh, and shout out to all the YouTube guys. Thank you so much for your support. So, in the comments, free that if you care for my well being, you know, self care, and my right to have a full four weeks off. Or, Aluta Kodima.
0: Aluta, continue if you are, because this is also an element of self care. Like, Natasha is not really talking about that, but sitting and having talking sessions is like therapy. So, in essence, it's like, you know, we are helping that by allowing her the space to kind of continue to process her thoughts, um, you know, and keep the juices flowing. You know, I don't want stagnation. Aluta, continue.
1: Take the so many places, but I will not. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs>